Okay, welcome everyone to my first ever VHL podcast. In my, I haven't done anything like this, but with my week off of school, I decided I'd like to try and get into something of this type of entertainment, you know. I sure as hell won't be as good as Jardy, and for some of you, this is the first time you've ever heard my, the voice of nobody. And so, yeah, here I am. I wanted to record with Spartan a while ago, but our schedules just don't match up because he's a pesky little man. So, anyways, I've got a couple of topics that I think I'm going to try and get to. Who knows how long this podcast will be. Uh, I don't know. This, it'll be weird coming back and watching it for the, or listening to it because, you know, everyone kind of hates their own voice, I'm sure. Uh, so let's get right into it. My first topic I'm gonna I I've written down before this is my first trade review. So it took me a while at, from get getting the position for Mississauga this season. I made my first ever trade with Philadelphia and that was involving my two pretty high I don't know, I can't remember where they got drafted onto my team, but they were both their brothers from Sweden, I'm pretty sure. And they're they they were great. Their one brother was in the Discord a ton. The other wasn't at all. But he he was very active in the locker room with only about four or five players at the time, and most of them have since gone IA. And there's also another story I can get to later about one of my other players and recent problems I've had. But anyways, the trade was Daniel Janser and Marcel Janser to Philadelphia, and season 81 second round and third round to Mississauga now I was talking about this with Spartan and I said well I think this is a good return investment because I uh, drafted Marcel in the fourth round and Daniel in the third round which uh, Marcel I mean Daniel very uh, he really lived up to what he was I don't know. He blew my expectations away. For a third-round pick, I never expected him to be what he is right now, writing pretty much daily recaps of Sims and putting together a story of him and his brother. And this kind of it kind of inspired a little bit of why I wanted to trade them, because it'd be great for the story. I, that's what I was thinking. It wasn't the whole motivation, but uh, it was great. It, I thought it would be great for the story, and it, it was, because now they get a chance to get on a team that can qualify for the playoffs after going from a team that's pretty bad with only now two guys. So... The story for them, it's great because this is the VHL, it's all a game, and it has to be fun, and that's what I really liked about this. So, I hope they're enjoying it in Philly. They've, uh, in one of our recent sims, uh, Daniel was the first star against us, scoring two goals uh, against Mississauga. But, you know, on a bot goalie, I'd hope he could do that with what a talented player he is. Anyways, yeah, so... I pointed out it was a return investment of a third and a four, uh, the investment was a third and a fourth round, and I got back a second and third. And then Spartan was pointing out to, to me something I can't remember, but basically kind of proving me wrong, and otherwise kind of knocking down what I thought was good. So I thought it was an okay trade, 
for my first ever one, but Spartan, of course, is ruining everything and has to tell me I suck and I'm bad at everything and should retire already because I'm ruining everything. He didn't actually say that, but I'm just, it's funny. Anyways, yeah, so my first ever trade, I'd say maybe a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Uh, but otherwise, I think I'll make much better trades. So, And recently, I've been... With my week off of school, which is why I'm making this podcast now, I've had so much time, and I've really been putting this off. I also have a huge uh, coding assignment I have to do for class that I've also just been putting off because I don't want to do it, even though I do love coding. But anyways, um, a process into making trades. This In this week, I've probably tried to make upwards of six trades, just kind of trying to get my team in a better position for next year. I can't really talk about the trades as much since I don't really want to spoil anything or I I don't know just don't really ruin anything or talk about something I'm not supposed to but I've probably tried to make six or seven trades all of which have gotten shut down because Viper and I have very high expectations for us like uh I guess I can get into the story why not my one player Mikhail Lospinov he, for some reason, whenever I try to reach out to him on the forum at the start of the season, I tried to invite him to the Mississauga locker room. He read it. He didn't join. And so, oh, I was just like, okay, that's fine. Maybe he's just a forum guy. I could have sworn I saw him talking in other discords. But anyways, so he doesn't join. That's fine. He consistently earns. That's all I can ask for him. But then, uh, earlier this week, he goes and reaches out to all I know, I know at least one other team he reaches out to, to ask for them to trade for him. And, you know, that's, that's a no-no. You can't do that. That's, and if the other team had tried to, like, talk to him back, like, talked with him, had a conversation about that kind of topic, it would have been tampering, I'm sure. But, uh, this GM... It's a great GM. I love them. They immediately reached out to me saying that they had contacted him through the team's Twitter, actually. Not even through Discord or the forums. He he, uh, he reached out through Twitter and sent up this really long paragraph. Very professional. It was actually better than what I could have probably wrote. And it was basically him saying, I want a home where it's more active in the locker room which is kind of ironic because he never joined the locker room, so he wouldn't know, even though it is kind of dead, and he wants pretty much a better team, which I can't blame him. Mississauga's in rough shape right now. It'll get better as the seasons go on. Me and Viper are working something out to try and get more waiver signings, maybe reworking our pitch, which, yeah, that could use some work, And if I'm being honest. I just copy and pasted what Z had used the previous seasons, and so... Because I didn't really have the time at, when I got hired to think of a uh, new pitch and stuff, so I just copied Z's, and I've been using it up until pretty much now. I've been working with Phil to try and get like a SIG to use for my pitches, like the other teams are using, like Philly, the Marlins, Mexico, and Saskatoon. The Wild, their pitch, uh, their pitch graphic is so cool that it's wow. That just that's mind blowing. I would honestly pick them immediately because that pitch is so cool. But uh, he reaches out to this other team. They contact me about him reaching out. I say, can you send some screenshots? I see all that. And 
yikes. And now uh, McWolf and I have both tried to reach out to him again. And he's just left us both unread. And for you boomers out there, unread means like he read the message but just did not respond. I don't know if you can understand that. It's, I don't know. But yeah, he read our messages. He does not get back to us. So I don't know what McWolf and I or DA are going to do about this. But I'm sure something will change. Uh, I'm probably going to have to take some kind of initiative myself if something doesn't happen. I've been trying to make the wishes come true of trading them, but uh, nothing's been working out quite yet. And so, yeah, it's been tough for them, especially. And then our other player, Nate Bedard, he also hasn't really been in the locker room. I invited him. He didn't join. So the only people in the locker room are just alumni, other GMs. They're for quote-unquote scouting purposes. And then that's it because no act, act, active players are actually in the locker room right now. It's just me and Viper. Honestly, the most used channel is the secret one me and Viper use to talk about stuff. But otherwise, nothing. It's a pretty dead channel right now. I'm sure it'll get better as time moves on because we've got more draft picks than we did last season. And hopefully most of them won't go IA inactive again. I, I don't know why I always say IA. It's just easier to say it. I think everyone can understand that, though, I'm sure. All right, and the next topic, why I'm doing this podcast as well. So I'm recording this Friday, the 15th of October, and I'm probably going to upload it around Monday, which, what, the 17th-ish something? Friday, Saturday. 18th yeah 18th or something I'm probably gonna upload it then because uh, I haven't made the announcement yet but I am going to be retiring my first player Bob Tristan who is currently a defenseman on the Los Angeles Stars now I was told by Rory that like Bob Tristan was gonna get traded not too long ago and I just hit my desk ow. Uh, he was going to get traded not too long ago. He's waiting for two offers from other teams, but I haven't heard from him in like a week or so. And so I think those trade processes have also fallen through, which I'm not too surprised. The trades fall through all the time, I'm sure. But I don't usually contact my players before trade. Maybe if they're in trade talks, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I'm going to be retiring my first player, Bob Tristan, just over my first year anniversary, which I forgot about. A year ago, on October 7th, I was sitting in my Billets, my Billet family. Uh, I was sitting in my room at their house. Uh, in between school, I probably just got up from a nap because it was all online school, thanks COVID. And I watched a video of NHL 21 on Thrasher's channel. I joined the VHL, created Bob Tristan, did not totally create, I totally did not create a other player with my original name and then retired him immediately. I did not do that. Yeah, Bob Tristan, he was created October 7th. Uh, I signed with, oh yeah, this is also on to my next point, the kind of a career recap and the announcement of Bob Tristan. The career recap, I signed with uh, Philly, who was then run by D-Max, D-Maximus. Uh, I, wow, he is such, I, I, I just loved him as my GM. He was so fun. He, he did a great job welcoming me to the VHL and gotten me hooked on it. I've said this in other articles and stuff, 
but um, he did a great job. He got me absolutely hooked, and it's probably why I'm in the position I am today because it really got me motivated to become something like him. I can't. I there's no way I can live up to what he did for the VHLM, but I hope I can be something like him. But then that uh, somewhat like him, and then that season I can't remember. I think we went to the playoffs or something. I can't remember. But we didn't win that year. I think was not. Nah. Wait, yeah, it was the season Miami won. I think we lost to them in the first round because it was like a wild card game or something. And then uh, D-Max drafted me the next season back to Philly where we went on to win the Founders Cup. And so then... I think I spent one more season in Philly, and then I went up to Los Angeles, where I was drafted originally. I spent a season there. I think I was, then I was traded to Moscow, which, wow, that was a big gateway into my activity and why I've also become so active. Um, and then I spent two or three seasons there now, and then, uh, Going into my final year on contract, I told Spartan I'm probably going to retire the season before. So he put in a uh, in my contract uh, condition if I agreed with the t whatever team I was signed. If we came to a mutual agreement to re-sign, I could. But if one of us didn't want us to, we wouldn't re-sign and I'd probably retire. And right now I'm leaning towards retiring. And now uh, going into my retirement season... My last season, I was going to be captain of Moscow as put in by an honorable mention honorable mention by uh, Spartan into his captain's announcement. But he has a history of trading his captains, of course. And so I got traded back to my original team of Los Angeles, which, you know, I'm happy to retire there. I was told I was going to be traded from Los Angeles again, but nothing's happened there. And so I think I'm going to finish out my career in Los Angeles. Sadly, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. I, th I don't know where we're standing at in the standings right now. But it's not very high, that's for sure. Here, let me look. Stand. Yeah, so we're sitting at 14th. I don't think we're going to make it. That sucks. You go from winning the Founders Cup to... Just kind of sitting on rebuild teams. Los Angeles is in rebuild. When I got there, I got traded Moscow. They're in the rebuild, of course. And right when I get traded from Moscow, now they're third in the standings currently. So they're one of the better teams. They're, I think they're first in European, something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, Bob Tristan's just the rebuild player. He's there to not really do much, but I don't know. Uh... One other, another topic I, I, so I've been writing down topics for probably the past two to three months because I intended on recording with Spartan and this was stuff he could help me out with talking and that kind of stuff. But, uh, another topic I have is the rise of Minion, everyone's favorite person. So I remember it was just one week he got the World Juniors um, uh, GM position for World, I'm pretty sure. And I go, hey, Minion, pretty good week. And he goes, yeah, great week. And then he goes on to later that week. I got to look so I don't forget which team it is. 
to get the a AGM, assistant GM position. And for, uh, where is it? For Rome. That's in a week. In a week span, he gets two positions. One for World Juniors and one in the VHLE, which is absolutely insane. And he actually went on with, I think it was World that he was with. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it was Viper for Europe. Yeah. Stupid Viper, God. Letting me down in the gold medal game. Minion goes on to win the gold over Europe, who was GM by Viper. So Minion gets hired as a world GM. He wins the gold. He gets an AGM role for Rome. And if you don't know Minion, which I don't, I can't say I know him the best out of everyone, but uh, he's been chasing this management position for quite some time now. Like, he's applied to almost every position that. I've applied for at the same time. He's never really had the best luck. And people have just kind of... Mm, I don't know. They haven't really had the best uh, opinion on his name. Re reputation. They kind of saw... I've I've seen others just kind of say he's a little annoying. But he was very just persistent in applying for these roles and such. And it's it's great to see him get a break. Because he's been applying for so long. I feel like... I don't know how long he's been in the league. I think it's like the same amount of time as me. But for him to finally get that break after trying so hard... He honestly tried even more than me. I just had a little bit of a luckier break, I think. So, it's great to see Minion actually get that. I uh, Will he get a GM role? I don't know. Uh would Minion being a GM, I don't think he would do too bad. I feel like he'd shock a couple of people. I don't know if he would make the... Okay, Minion... Oh, I just looked here. Uh, I don't know if Minion would make the best trades but he uh, and stuff, but like he joined March 31st, January, February, March. Okay, so a couple of months after me. Yeah, so Minion joined a couple of months after me. He's been, he honestly applied even heavier than me, though. So I guess it is also a matter of your positions of how kind of old you are to the league and how well-known you are. It's your reputation that really matters. Uh, I applied for some of the VHLE GM positions. I, just got, I got to the second phase. I was told that I just needed a bit more experience. But otherwise, I was fit for the role. I think maybe Victor was just telling people that, but who knows. I like to wear that as a kind of accomplishment that I'm good enough for it. I just needed more experience. And wow, it's only been 20 uh, 20-ish minutes. Wow, it feels like I've been talking for way longer. I don't know how Jardy can do this for like hours. I'm struggling up here, honestly. I guess I can get into some of the inaugural seasons for or games for the Kraken, the newest NHL franchise, Seattle Kraken. They played the uh, second newest now, the Vegas Golden Knights, for their first ever game. When was that? Tuesday. And that was a game. I was up watching that one, and it sucks because it's two hours delayed, so I was up at like 11 o'clock here in Eastern Time watching that game, Kraken went down 3-0, and I thought, wow, this was not going to be a good start for them, but uh, good old Dave Haxtell had a, is just the best, I love Dave Haxtell, he coached at University of North Dakota, the 
co- uh, college I aspire to go to. Probably not because I don't like I love that college, but they don't have the best programs for me, so I'll probably have to go elsewhere. But that is my college. I love it. He coached the hockey team there and left to go to Philadelphia for an assistant role. And he finally got a head coaching role for the Kraken. They're down 3-0. They come back 3-3. to And then, like, right after that, the Vegas go down, score a goal, which was complete kicking motion. But when, in your, when you're in Vegas, and Vegas is NHL's baby, so they have to give Vegas the call. And Vegas goes up 4-3, and that's ultimately the decider of the game. Which kind of sucks for the crack, and you get well, you get welcomed into the NHL with that—a stupid goal that was kicked in by Vegas and counts. And then recently they played the Preds. This time, after the first period, it was like one nothing with like shots from twelve to four. I thought, oh, Kraken! I I was thinking Kraken. I've got this game easily, but it looks like Predators kind of picked it up after the first period and. Uh, like they came back on shots after four in the first, they finished with thirty, and the Kraken only finished with twenty six. So that's wow, that's a big change. But Kraken still came out four to three, so I don't think the Kraken will be terrible. I know some people didn't really like the coaching decision they made hiring Dave Hackstall, which I don't really, I don't like getting into those of conversations or arguments because I think Dave Haxtell is a great coach. He did great things over at UND. And like, I don't know. I, I He hasn't done a whole lot in his NHL career or coaching NHL coaching career. He just kind of bounced around assistant positions. Hasn't really made too many major headlines. I know he was in Toronto for a while. I think he was there last year when they got swept, uh, reverse swept almost, by Montreal, and then he came to Seattle, but otherwise, the only other, like, personal level of, I don't know, I can relate to him by, is I actually played his daughter in a hockey game once, I was in, what is it, uh, God, it's one of those Minnesotan towns that you just can't really pronounce, Wyzetta, I think it was, I was at one of their rink complexes. I was playing the North Dakota Lightning or something like that. And, well, their their team kind of screwed us over because it was like, oh, wow, a D1 coach is in the stands. And we just got all nervous. And we're just a bunch of, like, 10, 12-year-olds. And, yeah, <laughs> all thinking we're going to go D1. And then here I am a couple years later sitting in Indianapolis from getting recruited to other teams. Hopefully something can turn out from this. I wish I could tell the future, but I can't. I wish every I I know everyone wishes they could and change what they've done. But otherwise, uh, Penguins. I do love them. Those are my favorite team. We always talk about them in Moscow. Um, it's me, Phil, and Spartan, and even Sam. Yes, Sam is a Penguins fan. She can argue as much as she wants about not being a Penguins fan, but she totally is. If, if you ask her, she'll refuse, but she we all know that she loves the Penguins because who can't love the Penguins? Penguins are just so cute. Anyways, uh, two games in, they upset the Lightning 6-2. That was actually kind of a shocker. The Lightning are kind of struggling out of the start so far. Like playing Detroit, I think it was, last night. Yeah, playing Detroit last night and winning seven six in overtime against Detroit seven to six. You let Detroit score six goals on you. 
Vasilevsky's having a tough start, that's for sure. Someone posted his stats in one of the Discord channels I'm in. He has like a four, probably even more, four goals against average and like a 750 save percentage. Like going from a Vezina, I don't know how to say that trophy, to like letting in that many goals the next season and a two-time Stanley Cup champion champion back-to-back, that's kind of brutal. I I'm I don't think it's going to last. I think it's just a fluke. But like yikes. Uh six goals for Red Wings. Red Wings are kind of if they can keep that up, hopefully they can do something. What are they? That was their first game. Yeah. So one overtime loss. One point. Oh, the playoff race is already starting, you know. Got to watch out for those point differentials. Penguins win 6-2 over the Lightning. Then they go and play uh, it was Florida last night. They were up like I couldn't watch it because I was practicing, but like they were up three rip, and then no wait three one, something like that. And then Panthers tied it up, and I don't really know the whole story of the game, but Panthers ultimately won it in overtime five four, which kind of sucks. But Florida is the Florida Panthers are going to be really good this year. Florida and like Spencer Knight is going to be absolutely insane i think he could be better than jordan jordan bennington i don't really bennington's been kind of struggling also with his past couple of seasons i don't know how he's well st louis still doesn't have that good of goalies to like replace him and he's kind of a franchise face but i don't really know how the rest of his career is going to serve out i really love talking about goalies about in the nhl because it's always an interesting topic it's such a cool position I always wanted to be a goalie my coach even said no you don't but either way it's cool and uh one goalie who I do also like Cam Johnson he's in the Columbus Blue Jacket farm system currently I don't know where he's playing now because uh last season he made his way up to like the backup and ultimately I think got a couple of starting spots or startings in the NHL but like he he completely blew his summer. So Cam Johnson, he's a UND alumni, of course. I think he was on the team that won the national championship in 2016, 2017, something like that. Yeah, I think he was on that team. And I, I love him because he's a great goalie. He did great things for that college. And then he goes to the NHL. He played a couple of seasons, I think, in the Florida Everglades system. He made his way up to the Columbus, and then I find out over the summer he failed the Columbus physical fitness test. Like, he didn't meet the requirements of fitness or whatever for Columbus, and that that, that kind of ticked me off because, like, you work so hard to get, make your way up from the ECHL to the AHL, and then you get you finally get somewhere in your franchise to get a backup spot, which I think he would have been for the upcoming season. And then you just blow it all in a summer. You completely destroy your career by failing this, and now he's back to, like, the fifth-ranked goalie in their string. That's just... That's terrible. And I don't know. Anyways, uh, I've been talking for quite a while now. Wow, Jardy hats off to you this is actually insane i feel like i should definitely try a car cast sometime i feel like 
that's probably easier because you have something else to focus on. I'm just sitting here in my room talking to myself with a fan in the background while sweating my ass off. But uh, what can I talk about for a couple more minutes? I, I did touch on it a little bit before, and I just thought of it uh, in Moscow when I said that was also a key, a, like a like, kind of gateway to my activity. Well, like, <clears throat> I wasn't too active in Los Angeles, but Spartan, when I got traded to there, I don't know what happened, but I've just become, like, just a super active person in that locker room. Like... The uh, Mi 6 rank is tw level 28. That's, I think, higher than my VHL gen chat, which, al which is also kind of high. But, like, I'm the second ranked user in Moscow. That's how much I talk behind Spartan because he has no life and is always talking there. He's also... Actually, I probably shouldn't say something about that. But uh, Moscow, I don't know what happened, but it just brought out so much activity in me. Uh, Spartans motivated me so much to get so much activity done. He's even called me a troll in a couple of things, which, yeah, he's a couple of articles he's written, which, yeah, it's kind of true. I like to joke around with him, kind of pull his tail, piss him off every now and then, just kind of make fun of him for little things, like how every time he tries to write a VHLM.com article, which is only, like, 250 words, he turns it into, like, a three-, four-week uh, media spot, of course, which, you know, I wish I had that ability. I used to write a ton, but I could never imagine writing that much out of something that you weren't even supposed to write that much for. Spartan, it's not that hard to write a little thing. You just don't write as much. You don't define as much. I don't know, man. Anyways, I've talked for a half hour, so I can... I've kind of uh, completed my goal. I thought I could talk for a full hour, but I completely blew through all of my topics or recent topics that I've wanted to talk about. I've, I actually have like a ton more topics I can talk about, but those were a while ago, and so they're kind of irrelevant now. Maybe I'll talk about it some other time. I do have some other projects I might try and work on again, which for the few select people out there might know I, who, what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, this has been me talking for some reason, and I don't really know how to end it. Anyways, thank you for listening. Bye.